Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we don't even know if he wants to play for Green Bay. We haven't even heard that. So if he doesn't know if he wants to play for the organization that has paid him an ungodly amount of money and who we just signed a new contract with last year, what makes you think he's going to be that invested with this team that has all these young, impressionable players that is trying to find a way to get over the hump? Is ESPN football analyst Lewis oh, Riddick talking about Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I I think the modern day Brett Favre. This is we're just going to do this every yeah bleeping yeah bleeping bleep bleeping bleeping off season. Yeah, he should it, freaking retire because I'm tired of it. I don't need it. I don't want to talk. It is February 23rd, and you know what is flashed on my screen for 24 straight hours? I now know what the inside of a dark retreat looks like. Uh, he is not that entertaining. Spoiler alert, it's dark. It, he's not entertaining. He is the dullest, least fun human to ever exist on the, on the earth. And he is captivating people by sitting inside of a rock with a door for five days. What is happening? Why have we gotten to this point? It's just, why have we devolved so much as a society that Aaron Rodgers is interesting? I, I don't want to get in the way. I, I'm, I mean, I'm just so pissed it, about this. Let, let it all out. I'm so pissed let, that <laughs> I worked from home today and I threw ESPN first take on. And what did they talk about for 40 bleeping minutes and i said all right well you know what i'll put on espn too though i'm sure they won't be talking about it and then it was just a rerun from this morning of them talking about it i just who cares also it's the smallest market in the nfl there has to be better stuff to talk about you're talking about it now (laughs) who Screaming about well, you're not exactly screaming. Close, uh, but but I know, screamed off air. E- emotionally pouring yourself into a take about why you don't want to care about <laughs> it or why you shouldn't care about it. This, yeah. this, this, like I, I I I hear Riddick talking like 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 Zach doing the update and yeah. like he's emerged from his darkness retreat. Says the owner of the retreat in Southern Oregon. And here's some photos thought, of the retreat. My thought is almost the exact opposite of yours, uh, right here. Although I I I understand and appreciate the sentiment. Um, I feel like almost like I have ignored the content factory that should have been. Aaron Rodgers going to live in the dark for four days. It's it just, but they've pulled, they've extracted. If you remember three weeks ago before the Super Bowl, it was Aaron Rodgers will make a decision after he goes to the retreat, which is this Friday. And oh my God, breaking news. It actually wasn't this Friday. It's next week. He's going to do it after the Super Bowl. Oh, well, breaking news. Aaron Rodgers enters dark room retreat for five days. Breaking news today. Aaron Rodgers emerges from the dark room. Uh, 
possible? What have we again? How have, have we, we devolved? Yeah, how have I, we devolved I, this far? I don't. Uh, I I don't I don't have that's too weighty a question. I don't I don't have an answer. <laughs> that's too uh, weighty. But I, I think, you know, listening to Lewis Riddick talk uh, about it there, which was, is what yeah. spun us into this conversation, yeah. did you did you see our buddy Tyler Dunn's latest piece at GoLongTD.com? So I know that, like, the, the, the premise of it is that they're done with him. Yeah. Um, but then Jeremy Fowler was on ESPN, I think, on Tuesday saying, no, 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 no. All the vibes I'm getting is they're not done with him. This is ex- – I mean, this is – it's a carbon copy print of what happened last offseason. Well, a big part of the gist of the of the Ty, Ty Dunn piece, uh, he talked with Bob McGinn, mm-hmm. who's covered the league. Very plugged in. Long, long, long. Yeah. Time. And like basically Tyler says, if, if Bob is saying this about the Rodgers and the Packers, like you should, you should pay attention. Sure. And a big part of it is that they think love is going to be really good. Like they want, they're ready, they're ready to move on. And, you know the, the the trick about that is, I mean, I don't know if 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 Rogers suspects that or knows that, like if they just flat out tell him that, they still need his cooperation in order to get him out of right, there, right? Yep. I mean, they could just leave him there and let Jordan Love play, but I mean, oh my gosh, <laughs> just, that that seems kind I, of bonkers. The trickiest part about this bulldog is the contract. Because it is not super movable, like it just it just really isn't. Um, I'm gonna pull it up on Spot Track. We'll do that. <laughs> good, good, uh, good plug, right? Um, but like his contract is not the most movable contract, especially because it's literally one year yeah. after. Like I think if they did like a trade and they did like a post June first, it wouldn't be terrible. Like basically they'd be cutting it down the middle this year. It'd be 15 million savings, 15 million in dead cap, next and then 8 million in dead cap over the next 3 years, but 32, 51 and 45 respectively in cap savings over the next 4 seasons. Worth doing. <laughs> I guess it does, but then yeah. you, the question here is like Part of this whole conversation about Rodgers, where his next destination is, and I like where Louis, Louis Riddick is sort of going in this, right? Like, if he he's done this two years in a row, he looked just absolutely so uninterested in being anything other than the guy that shows up to the facility, puts his helmet on, walks out into the field, and then it's like the second practice is over, he's like the corporate America guy that's like, don't talk to me, I closed my email, if you email me, if you call me, you will not hear back from me until 9 a.m. tomorrow. Like, that has just been, he doesn't want to help develop young receivers, he doesn't want to stay after and, and talk to these guys and be a developmental, who knows what the relationship with him and Jordan Love is, I'm sure it's a lot like... You know, you would might imagine the Favre and Aaron Rodgers relationship, which was like, which is like, just stay back there and watch me. Otherwise, you know, just don't talk right. to me kind of thing. And like what team like do the Jets? Like, it seems like the Jets are toying with the idea of signing Derek Carr, but they kind of they like they think Aaron Rodgers is a little sexier. And they're like, mm, do we really want to sign? And then they and then they drop. Well, Derek Carr is a future Hall of Famer if he comes over here. And like, does anybody really believe that? You know, like they're just dropping these weird things. The Jets. I hope that they lose. I hope they miss out on both of them. That's what that that was. That was that rant was about. I, I, I hope the Jets I miss guess out on both. I would say I. I hope. Well, I, I said I said already last week or the week before. 
I think I would be more worried about the Jets if they got Carr than if they got Rodgers. I think so, too. Because uh, uh, it doesn't say like Carr has been a better NFL quarterback than Rodgers. I am, I am not sitting in a dark retreat ingesting psychedelics. Like, I, yeah. I can see. I know Aaron Rodgers has been. like He is a Hall of Famer, without a doubt, and Derek Carr is not. But at yep. this stage, I, Rodgers, to me, is living off of – you know, well, everything that happened before last year, because he, he has played at an MVP yeah, level pretty sure. recently. But last year, he might may have. I think you could assert. I will assert that he fell off a cliff. He he and, did. Yeah, I would say um, so. I saw Sneaky Joe tweeting about this, and I, I've been saying for years here already. I think maybe thinking about Roethlisberger and yep. the state that he was in towards the end, Philip Rivers, that Brady has ruined yep. how we look at these players and what our expectations of them should be as they get to 38, 39, 40 years old. Like Brady is such a freak of nature and such an outlier that I I don't just expect that every quarterback, even with all the advances in science and medicine are, 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 are going to continue to play at the level that they've always played at. Yeah. So like, I think the, the, the scenario I'm rooting for is for Rodgers to get whatever he decides he wants and go and play as badly or worse than he played last year with Green Bay and just look like a clown because yeah. I think it's setting that, up that's for, easy that to root to, for. for that to be you know quite possible. That scenario is easy to root for, I think. And, yeah. and I think, too, with, with Rodgers, it wasn't so much as, okay, well, he's got the excuse. There's no Devontae Adams. And they, don't, they have Alan Lazard and Christian Watson, who was in and out of the lineup with injury all year when he was in. He was a stud when he was out. You know, that offense yep. sputtered. But Dobbs it, had his moments. It, but yeah. wasn't, it wasn't so much that the skilled position was so dramatically declined around him. I, I think there's a real argument to be made. It was in, uh, that they couldn't get open and that, you know, it was just – it was all on the skilled position players. It wasn't on Rodgers. I think it was twofold. It was that he didn't have interest in sort of creating the the necessary relationships and chemistry mm-hmm. with those guys necessary to elevate them because that's what great quarterbacks do. They elevate guys. It was that those guys were finding ways to get open and either Rodgers was – simply missed like there was a couple of games I think it was the last game of the year where they needed to win to be in and they yeah. lost that game against the Lions yeah and he, he was made terrible I mean like he was missing guys like wasn't uh-huh. even looking in the direction of guys that were wide open and that last throw was like one of those things where like if Aaron Rodgers career ends on that throw holy cow that's bad and you know I I, I think of it like this if he's unwilling to connect with young players, the Jets should absolutely be nowhere near Aaron Rodgers because that's what their entire team is. Like, they need – like, or at least with Derek Carr, he is for sure the team first guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I may have questions around how good he actually is, but you, you're not going to have to worry about him buying in and being a leader and connecting with young players to try to elevate their game. I, I will say, though, I mean, he had maybe the – best trio of pass catchers in the league last year. I know that Waller was hurt a lot and it just did not go well, but in the number one running back in in the league last year, the the league leader, there was a lot to work with with, and it didn't go well. Um, Mm -hmm. But all in all, Bulldog, it's like, I just don't know what kind of team looks at Aaron Rodgers and says, we plug him in and we have a, a, a veteran enough roster 
to make this work for two years. Oh, by the way, maybe you get two years, or maybe you are now the team that is doing this thing that the Green Bay Packers have done for the last three off-seasons, where you're sitting wondering if he's going to emerge from his dark room and yeah. not want to play football anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really telling. If, if, if the Packers indeed want to move on from him, I think anybody interested in acquiring him should pay attention to that. Like, I know you can always say that about a player that's about to be traded. And, you know, relationships go sour and run their course and fresh starts and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I, I 100% can see a scenario where everything you just said is is true about Rodgers. His level of buy-in, like a part of this Tyler Dunn piece at GoLongTD.com, again, uh, from, from Bob McGinn, is that, like the Packers really questioned everything you just said. His level of buy-in, his fitness, you know, it it's really interesting. What ayahuasca for, doesn't really help with uh, yeah, in, endurance. it's really interesting for us out here if he wants to be open about going and sitting on a mountaintop and experimenting with psychedelics. You know who might not love that is people who are paying you $50 million <laughs> a year to, to, to play a really high-pressure position. Yeah. Like, like, well, you know, like, good for you. Like, find your zen. Like, I, I'm here for all that. But like, I, I, is that the guy I want? you know, helping my first and second year receivers learn how to play the positions and learn how to play the game. Wow. I mean, I just, good luck to him. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm really curious to see where it ends up because, you know, a guy like Brady has wanted to keep doing the work, right? The work is what kept him playing at the level he's played at. And, and even, you know, having maybe a, a, a downturn in his abilities this past year, he still outperformed Rodgers by, like, miles. Um, and add in the and, fact, Bulldog, that, it's like... it's the work. He does the work. He wants to do the work. Rodgers, at this point, sounds to me like a guy who wants the money and all the stuff that goes with being the guy, right. but doesn't want to do the stuff that you have to do to keep doing it. And look what happened to Brady. Now, I'm not going to draw the straight line here, but Brady basically leaves the team during training camp for 11 days to try to maybe like hold his marriage together and like he came back and it like almost was never right and that that is a guy who still really invested and cared before that and then came back and went right back into investing into it and it's crazy to think that like 11 days in an offense or in that team and it kind of fell apart after that, and it never looked right, even though they had moments and spurts of looking good, and then it just went back to being really bad. And, like, I, I think about that moment and thinking about, like, all the stuff that's happening in Brady's life that we probably will never know until he comes out with his fifth documentary series, um, you know, going into his personal life and what really happened this this offseason. But, like, that is so much different what Brady put himself through, probably emotionally and personally, to play this season and then you look at what Rodgers is doing, and you, you start, you're just like, ah, right. I mean, go find yourself, man. Do do the ayahuasca. Do whatever, you know, psychedelic you want to do in a cave. But, like, I just don't know. I'm with you 100%. That, like, I don't know if I'm the team paying him that that's what I want. But I also want to say, like, in Ty Dunn's piece and, and them talking about liking, you know, Jordan Love. And I have a little trouble buying that only because if they really thought Jordan Love was great, 
they would just do this already. They would have just said they wouldn't have given him. Given they wouldn't have given him the contract, contract extension. They would have just said, "We're good, dude. You're insane. Go do this somewhere else." <laughs> right. And they should they should do that right now if that's yeah. the case. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like that's why I have a little trouble buying the the Jordan Love piece to this because they've had him for four years, dude. Is it four years already? It's this is his fourth year. He's going into his fourth year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So they've got to make they, a decision. They've got to make fifth, a decision on his fifth, fifth year. year option for without some million. With playing yeah. like nine snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Times. Good. All right. All right. Well, there, there, you know, there you go. There's there's the content machine that yeah. is Aaron Rodgers. 20 bleeping minutes we spent. Did, did, did you? Yeah. Did you see the Florio piece fire today about us. Brady, no. by the way? Uh, no. Sorry. I, we got to take a break. Uh, <laughs> you, what a tease. You're just, oh, right. man. I'll, okay. Well, we'll I'll, talk about I will, it. I'll deliver on okay, that right good. after this. Uh, Joe Yurden coming up at the top of the hour on the Sabres in the NHL. Uh, so hang in there for that. Nate Geary is in for Mike Schoep today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog, and you're listening to W. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah. 